1: You could stand that half-cut and rep better than these guys. Harden looks down and is called for another foul. And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on a Sunday, March 28th. Last time we spoke with you guys was before the trade deadline, before the first Bucks game of the two. And right now, it's the day after the Celtics game versus the Thunder with an unlikely hero that we'll get into later. But I want to start off with the first Bucks game so we can go in chron- chronological order. Uh, catch you guys up with everything we've missed since we've last talked. Daniel Tice misses the three. Next day, he gets traded. Run me through that first Bucs game, Sam, from your perspective.
0: Yeah. So as I've already told you two times uh, <laughs> while we had technical difficulties, um, you know, they they played really poorly in that first half. And it's something they love to do pre-trade deadline. And, I mean, they they kind of did it yesterday. But they don't play a complete game a lot of the time. They They have lulls, whether they don't start well or they let the team climb back into the game. They don't play the full game. However, they really should have won that game. Uh, Daniel Tice got a good look. No problem with that look. And if you had a problem with that look, you're probably not the most educated fan because <laughs> he's a good shooter. He was wide open. It's fine. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about that, though, is uh, the next game, Mo Wagner comes in. That's his first shot. He makes it from uh, the same the same exact spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely brutal. Like, against the same
0: team, too, which is makes it even more painful to some degree. But... Yeah, like on the planet Earth, like he was... Literally on the same, like, the whole globe, he was in the same, like, spot.
1: <laughs> Absolutely brutal. And we are, in co- of course, referencing the Daniel Tice trade, which we can talk about now. We'll talk about the two deadline deals. Daniel Tice and Javante Green, for that matter, moved to the Bulls for Mo Wagner and Luke Cornett. Uh, third team involved was the Wizards. They got Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchison in the deal. And they sent Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner to the Bulls. And Mo Wagner, obviously, like we said, got moved to the Celtics. The deal was made for luxury tax purposes to get the Celtics under that tax. I know, Sam, you have some thoughts on that. What do do you think about the whole financial situation in in order to make the move or the whole thing?
0: So I think the money – like the reason Tice was traded because of money is just ridiculous. I don't understand why teams do this. I mean I know there's a reason for it, and they know more than I do. Don't get me wrong. But the Celtics came out a couple years ago and literally said like, hey, we're willing to go into the luxury tax." to be successful and they trade away a guy that is an important piece to their team. He's not like a world, you know, like super world-class talent. I mean, I guess anyone in the NBA is, but he's not like an all-star talent, superstar, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you had him on the cheap. You save what? 3 million. Really? Like, is that really, that's what you're trading him for? 3 million. So you can save $3 million. <laughs> I understand if they really thought they weren't going to be able to re-sign him. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. And they probably didn't think they could but in the grand scheme of things it's just annoying like i don't know it, and i i said this like in one of our prior takes um uh, we we uh, the celtics have a lot of guys that could be on bird rights they have a lot of guys that are their own talent didn't acquire them through a free agency or anything like that um so hypothetically they could just pay the hell out of these guys anyway i don't see why what the, what the big deal is on saving all this cash. Mm-hmm. When the core of your team that you intend to keep together are guys that you have bird rights on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert I think at Williams, that point, Mark, yeah. smart. Um, those, those are the two that are pending. Yeah.
1: I think at that point you might run into the hard cap situation. I, like you said, I don't like you. I don't
0: really know exactly like how the, money works. I think you just can't get a mid, mid, one of the things I know you can't get a mid level exception. That's one thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah,
1: I, I think they do want to prioritize paying guys like Marcus Martin Robert Williams and also giving Robert Williams more playing time, and that's worked out very well since Tice has been traded. I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but I know Danny Hanley came on our show a few weeks ago and said the Celtics would be much better without Daniel Tice, and now they're 2-0 and since, since trading him, which, like I said, I don't think there's a direct correlation there. But, uh, the only I've correlation
0: definitely- is they're just playing Robert Williams more.
1: Exactly, and I've I've definitely heard it from Danny since then, and he's convinced that he's a basketball Mm -hmm. genius. But um, before we get into the the stuff after that, let's go over the second deadline deal, Evan Fournier coming to Boston for two second round picks, and Jeff Teague, who, I mean, the biggest part of that trade might be the fact that Jeff Teague's not in Boston anymore. (laughs) What do you
0: think of the Evan Fournier trade, Sam? I don't know because he hasn't played yet <laughs> because yeah. of a stupid health and safety protocol. They just need to vaccinate everybody. Screw the old people. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Please don't get upset. <laughs> I mean, I've been vaccinated, hmm. it's sensational. Make sure you get vaccinated. I mean, I the the, sec- the second, when are you getting it?
1: I got my first shot uh, the other day. Oh,
0: you, you did get it? Wait yep. till you get the second one. It really is a, it's a yeah. doozy. Let me tell yeah. you. I was, I was a little tired I was Right the there, time. right there for the entire day. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was off.
1: Hey, everyone go get vaccinated. This isn't a political podcast, but uh come on, do your duty.
0: Um anyways I'm telling you they should they should make it so you can't do stuff like go to games unless you're vaccinated. I people, feel like that would be people would instantly do it. Yeah. But um Evan Fournier to the Celtics
1: hasn't played yet, but Jeff Teague off the books, that's something, right? What do you How think? How
0: much money was he making?
1: Five mil. No, maybe, maybe, for him? maybe mid. No, maybe minimum. He might have been on a league minimum, actually. I was gonna um, say. I, I would look at the magic payroll, but they waived him. <laughs> he didn't even report to camp. So uh yeah, I mean, I think it's a steal of a trade for the Celtics once
0: Fournier he does was get great. played. Absolutely. I there was you know. pumped. I saw the price and I was like, no way. It's like I'm in charge <laughs> here. Like these are the kind of trades that I see other teams make, and I'm like, why don't the Celtics do this? And they did. They, they did it. it. Thank God they did it. Um, so I mean, I, I would imagine Fournier is going to be really important to them. They've won the two games since they've hit the trade deadline. Really should have won three in a row, but unfortunately the tight shot missed and they didn't play a complete game. Um, so here we are. They've won two in a row. They're five hundred again. They have a seven game homestand coming up. When will Fournier play? Not sure. We don't know yet because Stevens wouldn't say anything about it, which was weird.
1: Yeah, was I feel like he doesn't that know tell me that.
0: Yeah, Steven... where they the broadcast.
1: I think Tim mentioned it on our pregame show. Stevens was very just like – he put it off a little bit because I really don't think he knows either. I think he's probably a little frustrated that the new guy that just
0: brought in to score couldn't even play. Um, so that's probably it. It, it is but, annoying. Yeah. I was pissed yesterday when I saw like, like the tweet on Twitter that was like, yeah, he's not going to play. Health and safety protocols. Like this is getting a little bit ridiculous, don't you think? I mean Romeo yeah. Langford. Yeah, uh, Evan Fournier. I mean, come on, these guys Carson are both supposed Thompson. to be additions to the team, and they're not. Ha- they're not playing because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. necessary.
1: Um, no, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what's going on. It's definitely frustrating, especially because we don't really know if he came into contact with COVID. If Fournier has COVID himself, we don't know what happened with Thompson or Romeo. We have to assume that they probably have contract tracing issues. That's
0: at least what I've been assuming. Um, so hopefully tracing. they'll be back. It's all ridiculous. The contact <laughs> tracing thing is so stupid. Because if somebody has COVID and they play a game of basketball, every single person that played in the game and touched the ball should have to be in, like, COVID protocols. But in theory, that's how it should be. Yeah, and that's going back to
1: the Bradley Beal thing. I think earlier this season when Jason Tatum was super close to Bradley Beal during the game, so only he was out, which made no sense. So I don't don't really know the exact –
0: Touch the ball, they sweat on each other. I mean – They dap each other up after the game, whatever they're even though they're not supposed to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really know. All over the league. Yeah, they talked to Al Horford yesterday. I'm surprised someone didn't shoot him. (laughs) You know, with a vaccine dart, of course. Yes, of course, of course. But um,
1: (laughs) moving on from the trade deadline. I mean, you know, actually, let's give grades quick. I wrote a piece for Bannertown and Guy Boston Sports grading the two moves. You want to give your grades for each of the moves in purely basketball. I mean, you can factor in, you know. Other things like financial, Rob starting, stuff like that for the moves. But give me your two you know, grades for the pieces, especially considering when you saw the Fournier move, you thought it was free. And then on top of it, we give up Teague in the deal. So it's like it just keeps
0: getting better, right? <laughs> they paid the Celtics. It's <laughs> said here. They paid the Celtics. <laughs> we'll take Jeff Teague and you can have Fournier. <laughs> A plus, unless he sucks, which he might yeah. suck. You never know. He's going to have a different role. Who knows if he's going to be used to it. I imagine he won't suck, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think he's going to fit into his role fairly well. He hasn't had to be the guy that hasn't been his thing in Orlando. His thing in Orlando has just been losing, so um, <laughs> oh, it's going to be, to be a little that. different for him now. I, I'd yeah. hope so.
1: And you never know. Fournier was one of the guys who he, he falls in the Isch Smith, Chris Middleton, Karis LeBert category of guys who always killed the Celtics, Fima Kyle. Moses
0: Brown, the new, new addition to the uh, Celtic killer list. Bingo. You know he got fatigued and only had like, like four (laughs) four rebounds in the second half after monster first half.
1: But I mean, hey, Danny Ainge went out and got a guy that has killed the Celtics for years. So you said a plus for that move. I'm going to go with an uh, an A because I'm not sure. Uh, You know the whole the plus yet. No, no, because my reasoning is. He goes into the Hayward TPE, and if you don't retain him, then you waste a chunk of that TPE in
0: theory. And I know Danny said he didn't want to do that, but that's – I don't, they I don't think him they as a make plus. the deal if they don't think he, they'll retain him. Yeah, think. That's me because Ainge said he wants – whatever he's going to do is going to be to help them for the long term as well as this season. And I just don't see – I mean it's going to be a priority for them to resign him. I'm pretty sure they have bird rights on him too. Uh, could yeah, be wrong. I think, so. right? I think that's the uh, the notion of understanding yeah. of mine. I mean, that could be really good for them. That's a piece that's going to help them. He's a shooter, he's not old. He's what 28, 29, same age as Tice was. Yeah, something like that. So it should be. I think Tice was tough for me, but it hasn't proved to be a real thorn in the side yet. And I think when Tristan Thompson comes back, it'll help him out too. Um, but now you've got these other guys that. Are looking like they're going to be able to contribute, so we can mm-hmm. get into that if you'd like. Yes, yeah, sir. Just quick grade for the tie trade.
1: I just want your grade for the second one that we can go into those guys. Oh, it's just to see it's average. Yeah, my I had C minus. You know, it's tough to lose a guy like that. But uh, like you said, Mo Wagner and Luke Cornet coming to Celtics making an immediate impact. Specifically, Luke Cornet, the Green Cornet, Murder Cornet, Unicornet. I mean, I said it on pregame. You weren't there. I like Kevin
0: Cornet. It's my favorite one. <laughs> I mean, even though it doesn't he, really make all that much sense, but guy was like, a beast. Guy was an absolute beast against
1: the Thunder last night. I mean, player of the game for Bannertown. I never thought I'd say those words.
0: If we <laughs> had any balls, he would be certified pimp of the game, but he's not. Player <laughs> of the game. I'm still pushing I mean, to make that thing. It will never be a thing, but I think it's so funny. <laughs>
1: do you like what do we think about Luke Cornette? I mean, he obviously proved his worth last night. What What are your immediate thoughts?
0: Um, well, for, before I get into it, if you think we should do certified pimp of the game, put it in the YouTube comments right now. Like if you're watching, like, be like, yes, that's a good idea. Do that. And we'll potentially make the change. Uh, but Luke Cornett, right. When he comes over, we're thinking he's going to get waived. And I, yeah. there's a, I don't know which account it used to be, who it is, but there is an account that I follow and you know I don't follow many accounts. So it's someone that I like their tweets. And they, they, they changed, like, their Twitter name to Cut Luke Cornett. I wonder if they changed oh. it. Because I don't know who it was, so I can't go back and check. But I me- I kept seeing this guy, and I was like, damn, like, that's a little harsh. He hasn't I- – I think it's very unfair to want to cut somebody without, like, having – I found uh, it. His, like, his ad is – yeah, I'm going to expose
1: him because he changed it. His ad he is cheated. smart doesn't flop, and he changed it to don't cut Luke Cornett now. <laughs> Cause, yeah, so I'll and show he, you. He, I mean- hasn't, he hasn't changed it back? I mean, on this screen, you can see it says cut Luke Cornett at the top. And then when you click on his profile, though, it says don't
0: cut Luke Cornett. <laughs> so he changed oh, it. I love it. Don't. I love it. I love it. Shout out what to beast. him. What's what his beast. name? Follow him. Because he, he must put out good content if I still follow him. Smart doesn't flop is his at. So go give him a follow. Okay. Yeah, go give him a follow. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not. If you go follow him, tell him we sent you. Maybe he'll start listening. Uh, uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Luke Cornett. So, yeah, Luke Cornett, we thought he was going to be like nothing. And I certainly did. He comes in the game, knocks down a three. Actually, the first thing he does, he made a pretty pass or a nice pass, I think, out of the high post, which is good yeah. for him. That, that's like a nice play that really is like wow, that was pretty good for him. But he made two back-to-back threes when the Celtics were on a big run in the fourth quarter. Also, shout out Celtics for coming to play in the fourth quarter. Can there you believe it? Only, it. it? Only quarter they came to play in. Only quarter they came to play in. I was at my buddy's house. and I was like, damn, they're really going to lose this game. I said to yeah. him, I was like, they're really going to lose this because they're not making any kind of run at this small deficit. Like, it was like four points. They couldn't get past it. They got tied at one point, point, then they they fell back. So Luke Cornett comes in and just kicks ass. He had a, a nice block. He had another one. They called a foul. That definitely should not have been a foul. They even challenged it. Brad Stevens was, like, beside himself that they didn't overturn the call. Yeah. But Luke Cornette comes in two threes. um, did he get? I think he had a couple rebounds too. Like he has like decent stats as well five as the rebounds. Threes. He had
1: five rebounds.
0: Um, I'm not sure though. I know he had that nice assist. He had a he had a dunk. I'll look at he, the stats. He won for player you. of the game or certified yeah. pimp of the game, whatever you prefer to call it. He won it. Mm-hmm. Let me get those
1: stats for you real quick. So Luke Cornett, obviously the eight points on I believe two of three shooting from deep, uh, included with five rebounds, one assists. So. There you go. That's pretty good for Luke Cornett. I mean, you can't really ask much more from the guy. He played, what, 10, 13
0: minutes in the game. He came in, made the immediate impact. He He did the the Grant Williams special, did not play the whole game, comes in the fourth quarter, makes an impact. Bingo. The the best part about him and Wagner is that they both had decent performances. Wagner had a good night in garbage time against Milwaukee. But he does things like he tries to take charges, things that like, you know, Celtics fans like for Which sure. should
1: have been a charge the other day.
0: He he tried to yeah, that, the one oh, That was actually like really funny. The one where he uh, he got like absolutely bodied by I think it was Anacopo's brother. Yeah. And like it was actually like mad funny to me. Like I was like, oh, my God. But um, these two guys are coming in and making somewhat of an impact. It could be a one time deal shot in the dark, whatever. But like they haven't even, like, practiced with the team. Like, they literally just showed up and started playing basketball with the Celtics, and they're doing well. So that's encouraging. That That's, like, the most surprising thing, thing to me, and I understand why, like, they're playing taco over these guys in the first half because, like, he's had a chance to practice with the team, know the offense. They literally don't know anything. If you watch them play, they're just, like, setting screens and running pick and roll, pick and fade. That's all they're doing right. on offense.
1: And I will say past week or so has been a, a tough week for the Play Taco people because he does not look good. I'm brutal, sorry.
0: Brutal for the <laughs> Facebook crowd.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Taco just does not look good. I mean, Taco came in before either of them, I'm the, um, like referencing Luke and Mo, and played less minutes than both of them. Like, that's not a good sign if you're Taco Paul. And I like the guy. Obviously, we both like Taco Paul. It's just like, you like I would give either one of Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner minutes
0: over Taco now. Uh, that's just one me. thing. One thing. Well, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, Taco is literally just there. I mean, which is yeah. fine. It's fine. I don't. I don't mind having him on the team. Everyone seems to like him. He's a good guy. Whatever. Um, but one thing from Taco that did impress me though, he was like, I there was one play he was running the floor, and it was it was unreal for me. I was like, wow, like he's running. Like that's not <laughs> what he. He's not a runner. Being being built like that is it's tough to run. That's why you don't see guys like that for the casual fan. You don't see a lot of guys that big playing big minutes because you're like, damn, that guy should be dominating like Boban or Taco, and like they don't they don't do that. It doesn't happen.
1: Mm-hmm. The league is too fast paced now, and that's why you see centers like Robert Williams dominating. So let's talk about Rob for a second. The guy has been. Nothing short of amazing since being in the starting lineup. I mean, I, I know Perk did say something last night talking about Luke Cornett real quick. Again, he said uh, credit to Brad Stevens for keeping Luke Cornett in the game in the fourth. I mean, he didn't, you know, revert back to Rob. Man, Luke Cornett didn't even play garbage minutes. He was so good, right? Like He was so good. He didn't get the chance to play in garbage time. That's, that's the impact Luke Cornett made the other day. And credit to Brad Stevens for not reverting back to Robert Williams when it mattered. Because Luke Cornett was playing well, but Robert Williams in the first Bucks game and this game against the Thunder didn't score double-digit points in either game. But had such a monumentous impact on both games that I don't think – I don't want to see Brad Stevens revert back to Tristan Thompson immediately when he comes back. Are, are, do you agree with that? What do you think about the whole starter situation?
0: Well, no. I don't want him to start. If, that's, if you're asking if, you, if I want Tristan Thompson to start, the answer is no. Okay. I think Robert Williams is in the spot. I think he is the guy. They have 2-0 when he starts. Could be coincidence. I mean, they played OKC. But the Milwaukee game, they played it sensational. And he they played, they played great defense. That. One thing about Robert Williams since he started starting is he's not, like, making everything anymore. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. Like, his, he's actually missing shots once in a while, which is weird. But uh, Tristan Thompson, what I thought you were asking was, you know, whether you want to play him or the other two guys. And now now I think there's an argument. Got, you've got a little bit of like a dilemma here. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see a lot of what they had to do last year where they would play people situationally like Cantor over Robert Williams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends how they want to use them. I mean, you could play probably Wagner and Cornette at the four, especially Cornette, the way he shoots. Yeah. Him. I don't know if he Corn- plays defense like that. You know how right? tall
1: he is? It's Seven foot two. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Continue.
0: He's only like a little bit. Isn't that crazy? He's only like three inches shorter than Taco. Or technically, I don't really know. People say Taco's seven foot seven. He's listed at seven foot five. I don't really know. Yeah. He, He definitely looks freakishly tall, and Cornette really doesn't that much. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I
1: saw a comment the other day on Luke Krneta's postgame interview, and he goes, "I really just expected this guy to speak with a, like a thick European accent for some reason," <laughs> which is super funny because he, I don't
0: even know where he's from, but he went to like Vanderbilt, and he's he uh, definitely I, I like play. isn't European. Before before like hearing you say that, I would have told you he's not. He's I if I had yeah. to guess, he would be like from the South. You want to guess where he's from, or or Midwest? I'll Google it right now. We can give we can give you a live guess. Where Where do you think Luke Cornett's from? i will give he's you. He's either a... from like upstate New York, um, the Midwest, or like somewhere. I don't want to say. I wouldn't say Texas. Let's try and like narrow it down. If I'm going to say the South. I would tough say, I for you because it's Texas. <laughs> is it Texas? He's from yeah, Texas? it is.
1: Yeah, he's from Texas, which is funny. <laughs> but, I was right. I said the South. Yeah, there you go. Except you said not Texas <laughs> right before I told you it was Texas. Um, no, but something else about Luke Cornett that impressed me. He played really good defense. Like, Moses Brown was killing the Celtics the whole game. Luke Cornett went up completely vertical. Obviously, we talked about the call that that should have been a block that was, was a brutal. foul.
0: But he was playing I, I really couldn't good defense. I could hear the commentary when that happened because I, I we had game audio on when I was at my friend's, but – I mean, I couldn't, like, hear everything they were saying. Yeah. Did they give an explanation why they said, like, it wasn't a foul or no? Or no. They they,
1: they, I will say they used the word – you know how they say the call has been confirmed or whatever? They oh, said the they call said stands. It stands. Yeah. yeah. Which means I think there was just a little contact so they couldn't
0: revert. They it. need but to fix the challenge system so bad for yeah. multiple reasons. First reason, there needs to be one challenge per half because they don't challenge calls in the first half because they're afraid not to have a challenge, like, when it matters. But realistically, there are calls they should challenge in the first half but don't, and those calls will change, like, the the flow of the game. Yeah. Like, they are big-time plays, and they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Number two, they need to either – one thing – I don't know if I was talking to you about it or my dad. Um, But if they if they're going to do jump balls off the challenge, which I don't think they should. But if they do, they should make it like college where it's possession arrow. Okay. Only for that. Not for a held ball. Only for that. Okay. Because I, I then if you're going to use the challenge, you know, if I win the challenge, like we're guaranteed either not going to get the ball or going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. The NBA the has a lot back. of
0: problems with its rules right now, and it's really annoying. The NBA need to has a lot of problems the with their threes. refs. The refs have been extremely bad this year. It was just Have they been bad or have they just been following the rules? That's the problem. Also true. Yeah. You know, they need to get rid of the fouls on threes unless the guy gets drilled because you have guys and the Celtics do it too. And I don't like it. Marcus Smart did it yesterday and he got the call that you have guys taking shots solely so they get fouled. Mm-hmm. If you would not take that three in a normal, like if you're playing pickup basketball, you call your own fouls, you're not doing that. Yeah. 100%.
1: Which is, it's an issue. I mean, there's nothing. I will say I don't blame the players because you you play to the rules at that point. Oh no you no blame I, the, I you know no, what I'm saying.
0: That's what I was saying. Yeah Asian okay figures.
1: yeah yeah I agree because like if I'm Trey Young and it's working like it's annoying, but if I'm getting to the free throw line ten times a game, why would I stop doing it? Realistically, you know what I'm what saying.
0: What the players are doing is wrong, but there the NBA is enabling, and that's not exactly right. okay. Yeah,
1: I like the way you phrase
0: that. There's yeah. a problem, uh, and they're not doing anything to fix it. Mm-hmm. They found a loophole yeah. in your rules and you're not changing it. That's a problem. 100%.
1: Um going back to the Thunder game, Moses Brown, absolute legend in the
0: first half, 17 re uh points, 19. I was rebounds. like, "Damn, they should have traded for this guy." <laughs>
1: <We're> <laughs> also, Saboner and
0: Cornette. Boy and, was I wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, Brad Stevens ripped into the starters in his post-game interview. He was like, "We got no energy from those guys, like not even like like being his normal like, oh you no, it's it okay." So
0: Yeah, I mean – Brown had a good third quarter and Tatum had a good fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about like the first
0: half. In the beginning, they were egregious. Brad literally
1: said we got no energy from those guys. The bench kept us in this game. Like that's what he said the whole like interview. Like that was his like storyline. Like he's right.
0: The bench. Yeah, and it was frustrating. I don't think you – I hope you're not complaining about that because the main knock – I don't think you are. People will knock on Brad that he's not vocal enough. Well, there you go. Thing. Yeah. He just yeah, publicly gripped to start. I'm not it. complaining.
1: I just thought it, w- it was good to see him actually stick to his guns a little bit. Credit Peyton Pritchard, too, because without yeah. Peyton Pritchard, the Celtics would have been absolutely screwed that game. Man had a huge first quarter, huge first half. Only Celtic, uh, uh, him and Carson Edwards were the only Celtics who had five or more points in the first quarter, which was ridiculous, right? Cause it's you, really you weird that Carson Edwards plays, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get he twelve Strange. last night, I think. Maybe ten. But yeah, man, he, had he had a good like game. He made digits.
0: a couple of big shots, actually. Mm-hmm. Five for good eight. Five for the field, Two for three from deep. He good might keeper. see more. He might get like the either Teague or Pritchard, Teague. whatever role you would like to call it. He'll be the third guard that they yeah. kind of put in every once in a while. So good for him. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's yeah, still got. We, is he guaranteed four years, Jack, or is he just uh, two and two? They have an option. I think,
1: it was, I think no, because he was second-round pick, so they signed him to an actual contract.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you have two more years of him. You might as well get a little bit out of
1: him. Yeah, Not
0: that he makes a whole lot of money, but he's going to be around. They obviously have faith in him. And, I mean, they still do. They're they're playing him. And I think we saw Carson Edwards minutes like more because Kemba was out a little
1: bit. That's true. obviously, you're missing those point guard minutes there. So we'll, we'll see what happens this it's, next if,
0: game. If Kemba's going to continue to be out, then that's important for him to be able to step up. And that'll eventually, I mean... There might be an eventual time where he does get an actual role on the team.
1: Yeah. I'm intrigued at Aaron Neesmith because he played last night for 16 minutes, but it felt like I didn't see him on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Because
0: he just didn't do much. Uh, yes and no. He didn't score, but he was he hustles, and that's what I like about him. Despite his struggles shooting every once in a while, he will not relent. He had a big-time play where he – somebody missed a shot, And then he chased down the rebound with three OKC guys, knocks it out of bounds off. I don't know. The dude with the mullet. That's egregious. You see that guy? What's it? Williams, 34 on OKC. Uh, Kenrich. Kenrich Williams. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's egregious. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen like a black dude with a (laughs) mullet before. And he's done. It was a little weird. Spanish. Whatever he is. I don't know.
1: The the hairstyle's a little bit. He's a a player.
0: He's a person. It doesn't really matter. But it's very egregious hairstyle.
1: Yeah. It was definitely odd. And – um, Scal talked about it on broadcast to you. I know you were listening, but he mentioned that it was wild. But yeah, Aaron,
0: Neesmith, no, just, I, I was on the broadcast for the first half when he did mention it.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, he's just didn't do anything, it seemed like. And I feel like that's been a trend all year, which is annoying because he came in to shoot and he can't really shoot, which is frustrating, right? You know what I'm saying?
0: I think in the long term, he's going to be okay. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now I, don't, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of this year, I don't have a whole lot of faith in him, but in terms of the long term, I just think he's getting a little bit of experience. He's getting out there.
1: What do we think about the man, the myth? Uh, I would say the legend, but it's pretty much just a myth at this point. Romeo Langford, what's going like? The myth. W- <laughs> That's the a
0: myth, huh? name for Romeo, actually, Jack. Yeah. I-, I actually really like that. That's excellent.
1: <laughs> myth.
0: myth, Romeo Langford. <laughs> Period. No legend. no legend. Not yet, anyways.
1: Not According yet. to Birkin, soon uh, to be a legend, but uh, – well, what do we think? Is he going to ever do anything in a Celtics uniform again? Like, or are we going to see I'm him? I'm
0: excited for him to play. Like, I'm like really does, excited for him to. Play. Whenever he, he gets play? out of this friggin' protocol, like Ugh. they need wing depth. I think he was really solid last year when he actually got playing time, and they obviously do too because they were playing him with a torn ligament in his shooting <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, people forget that. I don't know. He might struggle coming off an injury. Who knows? I, I'm not. I'm not, like, over the moon about it, but it's it's found money. He's free, so who cares? Yeah. Uh, before we do anything else, shout out to Manscaped. <laughs> Use uh, code BTUSA at checkout for 20% off uh, and free, and free shipping, shipping on your order. And free shipping. You got to sneak that in there because we, we always forget to do it. We don't – we, we're partnered with Guy Boston Sports, too. We always forget to say that, like, when we do, like, yes, a sir. podcast. When we do the pregame. We always, like, make sure we get it in. We yes, never, sir. like, remember to plug anything.
1: Guy of Boston Sports added in every description of the podcast though. So they're they're always well, that's to good. Check that yeah. out. yes sir.
0: That's we probably do. well Jack does that, but we don't we
1: never say anything. Yeah, we gotta remind you guys. Shout out Guy of Boston Sports. Shout out Manscape B T USA twenty percent off and free shipping at checkout. Uh yeah, I mean Celtics, what, what were we talking can about? Can you put the about...
0: Manscaped thing on the graphic on YouTube? Yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. I'll throw it in. Do okay. throw it in there? I'll um throw it to Jack has all the graphic and stuff. I just show up. <laughs> yeah, these are all on YouTube. We have a few guys over there that watch every shout out you guys. Watching. Hey, people actually comment on our stuff that's really nice. Someone commented about me said I was angry. I don't remember which one I was watching.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I probably was
0: angry. That guy was mad at you.
1: I figured exactly what he said. He, he he was calling you an idiot for the Kyrie thing something about Kyrie, I believe
0: it was. I don't even remember we'll, we'll do a segment on me reading stuff and and you can we can talk until I get to the, the
1: comments. I'm trying to like cuz yeah, I mean talking to YouTube comments some some fan was just extremely mad at Sam for some reason. But oh, yeah, I wanted to chat this it's guy. That's fine. Be mad. Episode. Shout out Cosmic Debris 777 on YouTube. Comments on every single video we put out Shout out for coaches. watching them all.
0: Yeah, one for real. Was it this Thank one? you. There was Thank one where he was you. like, why is he Much so Much appreciated. Angry? Yeah, Sam uh, is awfully negative tonight. Who does he feel uh, would be a good gift for the future? I don't remember what I was talking about in that one. I don't either. Um,.
1: Are we talking about Drummond? No. I don't even remember. It was probably pre-trade deadline. We were talking about guys we don't want to see, guys we do want to see, that whole shebang and stuff we were doing. But uh, speaking of guys that Celtics missed out on, Andre Drummond's going to Lakers. We talked about this briefly before the show,
0: but what do you think of that? Are you mad? Are you sad? Are you indifferent Drummond? about the Andre Drummond? Yeah. The only reason I'm upset is I don't want him to go to Lakers. I, I don't think him going to the Celtics – Um would have been a huge thing. It would have gave you more questions than answers. Cause you had to say, all right, well, how are you going to fit in Robert Williams minutes? How often is Drummond going to play? Is he going to take a lot of minutes off the other guys that you just traded for like center? I mean, despite not having a like solid number one, because Robert Williams is a good player, but he's only started two games. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have that guy. And if Drummond comes in, he probably is going to be the automatic starter. They really wanted him, so they—they they, that was their plan. Yeah. Um. But him coming in doesn't necessarily make you better, which is weird because it should. But it just it makes it more difficult to find minutes for guys, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. But as far as the Lakers go, I don't I don't love that they they get to Adam for free and let yeah. before we continue. I'm going to say what I, I said on the pregame yesterday.
1: This was next, uh, so go ahead.
0: I okay. know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. So. Well, I'm gonna complain some more because I had more thoughts about it today. But the NBA needs to put a cap on how many buyouts the team can get. Should just cap it at one. Um, and it is it me complaining because the Nets are getting better? Yeah, probably a little bit because I don't want them to get better. But they and the reason I'm upset is this: they salvaged their whole bench in depth to get James Harden. That is a trade. That's a trade off. That's what you you have to make a sacrifice to bring that guy in. And they're getting away with it because they're just signing guys to fill in on the bench. That shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing. That's not okay. And it, it's me absolutely bitching because I'm a Celtics fan, and I want them not <laughs> to be as good. But realistically, around the league, I'm sure everyone else feels the same way. It's just not fair. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they need to fix buyouts in general because guys are just leaving teams because they're not winning. What, what What's the Spurs record, Jack?
1: Because That's I don't good. even
0: think... They're good, They're good right? They're yeah. good enough. And Aldridge wanted a buyout from the Spurs, who are doing fine. That should not be a thing. If you're a team that can somewhat compete and get mm. in the playoffs, you have no business asking for a buyout. And now, a
1: quick word from our sponsor.
0: I don't Spurs know if they can make seven a 7 on that. In the, seven seed in the West, 23-20. 23 and 20 They are better than the Celtics right now, record-wise. Mm. And the guy requests a buyout from that team and he, so he can go play for the Nets. Everyone thought it was going to be Miami It turn out it be the Nets. That's ridiculous. I'm going to say it again. There is no reason anyone in the NBA should be able to terminate their contract on a team that is competing like the Spurs are, at least to get in the playoffs, to go just join like a juggernaut.
1: So do you understand the Blake Griffin thing a little bit then since the
0: Pistons are kind of Well, trash? yeah, I do. I understand that like, He's wasting, like, playing days there. I mean, I do understand it. And I was fine that they got him. The thing that I don't like, he definitely, like, swindled the Pistons. and just didn't try. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's clear now. But, uh... mm -hmm. I mean...
1: And I was like,
0: when we talked about Blake Griffin, I told you. I said, watch, he's going to go on a team, and he's, like, all of a sudden, like, going to be a little bit more motivated to play. Yeah.
1: He's, He's better than I thought he'd be. But I still don't think he's, like, amazing. But another guy that's getting screwed over, in a sense, I don't really know exactly what's going on, but what the
0: hell is going on without Horford, man? Like that's, yeah, they need to let it go. And I'm going to yeah. tell you why they need to let him go. Aside from any Celtics bias, I would absolutely love Horford back. I've said it. I would have traded for Horford if I could have. Yes. Um, You had a bunch of guys this year that come in with, uh without having played in the bubble, right? Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, use them as examples. Cause we all saw them up for up close. Um, Thompson had a very slow start to the year. He didn't, didn't he he's picked it up a little bit that west coast road trip when they played in golden state he had a really big time game and he's been solid ever since but he was really slow to start you have to think al horford is voluntarily not playing in basketball games whether or not he's practicing doesn't matter because both those guys teague and thompson definitely practice they're pro athletes that's what they do they did not practice for nine months before the season he's not going to get game action in okc I know he probably definitely he wants to get paid. Like he's got a lot of money he would have to leave on the table to be bought out. But that is a situation where I understand a buyout. Is it because he would probably yeah. join the Celtics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But like he's he's a good player and he's having a good season and this is on the team too. While I understand why they want to like sit him to get reps for other guys, realistically they're doing it to tank because they're winning too many games. And that's mm-hmm. the problem.
1: I mean, I will say, Moses Brown did a pretty good job in the starting center. <laughs> he did.
0: He, he did so. a great job. But yeah, Al Horford is, should not be wasting, like, years of his time playing. Because I, I absolutely love Al Horford, so I can't, like, bad melt him. But he he's just wasting time, dude. And, like, he's, he's going to come back if they trade him or he gets bought out. And there's going to be probably a little bit of hype, but behind whatever team he signs with like they're gonna be like oh like they got Al Horford that's a good player and he could very well like come out and not be the same because he hasn't played he played in the bubble he played you know he didn't have that time where he wasn't playing in games you lose sharpness it's different
1: by the way averaging 14.2 points 6.7 rebounds 3.4 assists on 45 37 shooting this season
0: so those are Man's very similar season. numbers, if not the same as when he was an all-star here in Boston. Hmm.
1: I can read you his all-star numbers. Ready? Yeah. Uh, all-star numbers in Boston were 13 points, you know, seven and a half rebounds and almost five assists on extremely similar shooting. Yeah. Or he, he actually, he shot 43% from three that season. Never mind. That's kind of ridiculous.
0: Well, that's a good player, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there you if go. If I'm the Celtics and i I have a feeling that they that Brown and Tatum definitely said something to him last night. I mean, they talked for a while from what i see i I saw like they had a lengthy conversation. Yeah. It was enough i Keith Smith tweeted, it, so it was enough for him to tweet <laughs> um they need to do anything they can to get him i I'm surprised I mean, I guess the money doesn't work mm-hmm. i'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't. I mean, okay, OKC must have been trying to ship him out, right? And they just decided – they should have announced this before the deadline. I don't know why they waited. Probably because they couldn't find any deals for him.
1: That's and what I so,
0: – but yeah. if, I don't know. It, it's frustrating for me because I like him, and if, I would really appreciate it if they bought him out. Yeah. I, I would really appreciate that. Pleading to Sam Presti.
1: We'll throw you a second-round pick. You buy him out, we'll give you a second-round pick, Sam. Uh I'll give you a first-round pick, honestly. You know, <laughs> give you two. That's got to wait to the offseason. So so to answer
0: your question, to cycle back to Drummond, uh, no on him, yes, for Horford. Just because Horford is a certified, like, he's a good player. He's been an all-star. He's fit on this team before. He is a mentor to Robert Williams. Even if you bring him to come off the bench behind Robert Williams, I'm sure he's fine with that. I don't know. Maybe in the offseason they'll revisit it. But it it doesn't seem like anything's going to happen, which doesn't make sense to me. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. Yeah, I'd love Al Horford back in Boston. That covers all of the Celtics topics that I wanted to go over for the day. Um, I do want to talk about the other moves around the trade deadline, starting with the Charlotte Celtics, because that's hilarious at this point, right? They've got yep. Hayward, Rogier, they've got Wadamaker, and they were interested in Tice at the deadline. Like, I mean, come on. You know, MJ, Cupchak, I know you want to be Boston so bad. But you, it's just not the right shade of green, man. Like you gotta give, you gotta give it up at some point. That that's funny, right? Like that's that's is that the most players that have played on a different team playing together on another team? Oh,
0: man, we it's had, gotta be up. who? Who was it? Uh there was a team a couple years ago that was very similar. I don't. Well, the Lakers were kind of like that. They had uh, Bradley yeah, actually, and Rondo.
1: You know what it is? It's the Nets this year
0: because Harden, Kyrie.
1: Durant. No, because oh, Harden, the Durant stuff, the deal. Roberson, Timothy Luau, Cabaret, and Jeff Green were all on the same team together in OKC. They weren't on the same
0: team together. They just played in OKC.
1: No, I'm pretty sure most of them were on the same team together.
0: No, Uh, Cabaret has definitely not been in the league that long. Oh. Well, I know – Jeff Green, Durant. Who's the last one you said? Roberson? Roberson. I don't know. I don't think Roberson played with Harden. Really? Uh, I can think Harden was there almost 10 years ago now, Jack. Isn't that (laughs) crazy?
1: Yeah, that is really wild. But uh, Yeah, I mean, I just think it's funny that they're trying so hard to beat the Celtics. Obviously, like I said, they were interested in Tice even, so that would have been four players who played for the 18-19 Celtics team. Yeah, It's just funny, and especially because Hayward and Rozier are both having like really good seasons too, which is wild. So they're playing really well. They have a better record in the Celtics right now, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, they're in fourth and the Celtics are in yeah. seventh. They're like a game ahead of the Celtics, game and a half, half game. So it's not that much, but it's, it's something, something
1: like that. Hornets are playing right now, though, so I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to be even more ahead because, ah, uh, no, they're down six right now to the Suns in the fourth Suns. quarter,
0: though. so is a good team, so they might good lose. Good
1: There you go. I mean, I'm actually going to see the game next
0: see. week where they play them.
1: You're going to see what game?
0: Charlotte, Celtics.
1: Oh, you're going to the game to TD?
0: Yes. That's hype. How'd you get tickets? Seat Geek. Is, it's, oh, really? it's regular. It's just right, resale.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That's now, let crazy. me tell you, though.
0: I'll tell you the story. Uh, I don't know why. I made, like, a new SeatGeek account, like, with an email I use more frequently than the one I originally made it with. So I didn't have to go check that email. But every time I would try and buy tickets from the new account, it would, like, bounce the tickets. Like, it would say, we're waiting to conform, confirm your purchase. And then it would just send me a minute, an email, like, 15 minutes later. Be like, yeah, sorry. Like, they're not available. Like, someone else bought them. Mm-hmm. But I would look at the map, and the tickets would still be there. So I don't know what was happening. Went on my phone, bought the tickets, so I got them. First try on the other count. I don't know. Fix your shit, SeatGeek. Geek. hates you. Can we so get a SeatGeek code, fish. Jack? I'm pretty sure you can just sign up for that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I'm pretty sure we can just sign up for that and, like, put it in like, the video. Maybe. We'll, we'll try to get ourselves a SeatGeek
1: code. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I talked about Charlotte. I want to talk about some of the other moves made. Biggest one. What was the biggest trade deadline move? Victor Oladipo to Miami, maybe? That might be the biggest one that happened.
0: Got well, him that was for nothing. another one It was free. Yeah, they got him for nothing. That makes me so angry. Like, why Why is like. Why? Why did t? Why did the Celtics not like? Man, did they even call about him? I don't know. I wish it was like the last two minute report where like they had to release like what they tried to do. Well, what could have? What could the Celtics have given up that would have matched the salary
1: without going into TPE because they didn't have the TPE space anymore after Fournier.
0: Oh, uh, Okay. All right. Well, that's what I think at least. You got Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I guess. And then how much what? does Avery Bradley make? So I know Kelly makes twelve. Yeah, so. I don't think Avery good. Bradley makes that much money.
1: Still, though, I think you'd have to match to some degree. Yeah, Avery Bradley makes 5.6. Okay, so,
0: well, yeah, it might yeah. have been a little bit harder.
1: I mean, you could have added what? Thompson T or Thompson well, Tice, have, something. I don't know. Yeah, they wouldn't want a Tice. Exactly. So uh, it's just tough. You know, he get all the depot for free. If you do Larry, that, you're not, not. clearing money you're yeah, not clearing
0: exactly. money, so they don't have to pay
1: exactly. Lowry, I know not how getting Sox fans was, was surprising right like that that was I kind of surprised
0: they didn't trade him That's but you kind of knew it was coming when Philadelphia traded for George Hill you know
1: yeah i guess so sam you got to be pissed your boy got moved and not to the celtics he went to I the clippers
0: mad i was i was like I mean, i guess like they want to save money so they're being like really stingy but like I'm telling you, like, that's a move that would have really helped the Celtics. Believe it or not, like, Rondo is able. I mean, that's why they traded for him in L.A., at The Clip, yeah. at least not in the Lakers. Um, he would help him a lot. He'd push the pace. I mean, they're playing better now in these last two games, but he would make sure they're running like a good offense on the floor, I'd imagine. It would, just, it would be different. It would be a good thing. Yeah. That's what not even the whole It's just like that's a good player that would fit. Yeah, I know. I agree, too. What other trade deadline
1: moves happened? I feel like I'm missing some big ones. There were a lot of trades that went uh, down. Obviously, George uh, what Hill what happened. Was
0: one, what was the one that people were saying, this is the one you're going to forget by the end of the day? Oh, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, really? I didn't even know that was yeah, a thing. Was, oh, man, I'm so mad. I know Bielitsa went to Miami.
1: Oh, did he? I didn't even forget it. I didn't even remember that one.
0: Yeah. Um. Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. That's a thing that happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can talk about that because that was Celtics. <laughs> uh, Denver paid way too much, so that's fine. They can have them. Really? You think they paid too much? They paid so much. You
1: kidding me? I, I know they paid a lot, but is it too much? They gave up. They, I think they gave up picks. They gave up Gary One ha-
0: Harris, who was yeah, a okay, pick. Yeah. That's still valuable. They gave up Gary Harris, who's a solid player. They gave up uh, uh, R.J. Hampton, who's a rookie that they just drafted. Hmm. They gave up like some stuff to get Aaron Gordon, who I I think I said it like time and time again. I wasn't like over the moon on, like I understood where people thought he would be helpful, but I mean, yeah, he's not. He hasn't been an all star. So, he's nothing super special. I have every trade
1: deadline deal ranked in terms of importance. I'm going to read you from least important to most important. Okay, uh, uh, seventeen. Mifondu Jale moved for a heavily protected second round pick. Kevin Gale goes to the Kings from the Clippers. Yeah, probably the least important. <laughs> um, uh, Brad Wanamaker to the Hornets for cash to the Warriors. <laughs> it's not, not, not great for uh, Wanamaker. Spurs uh, get Marquise Chris trade. Kay- Katie. Who they L- have now waived. L- yeah, who they have waived. Haven't even heard of this guy. Katie Lalane. didn't even know he was a thing. So, yeah, I got nothing. Terrence Davis to the Kings for a second round pick. That was kind of free. That was
0: interesting to me. Yeah, he's he's good, right? Like I'm not the yeah, only not one that bad. thinks like he's like solid. He's I solid. guess if you're the Celtic and I I view everything through uh, green glasses, so I think to myself, if, does he help the Celtics? He could, yeah. but that's the Pritchard role. And if you want, if you like Pritchard, you don't need to bring in. So in <laughs> terms of that, I understand why they might mm. not have done that.
1: Matt Thomas to Utah for a second round pick.
0: Yeah, Matt Thomas was not getting used in Toronto. That's good for you. That's a good pickup for Utah, though. He's yeah. a shooter that helps them oh, yeah. out a lot. Actually, that, that makes a really lot good. of sense why they would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Delon Wright to the Kings for Corey Joseph in two seconds. Not a bad pickup. Delon Wright's not bad. He's solid. Good for the Kings. Uh, Bealiza Celtics
0: ass in one of the games. He did mm-hmm.
1: Bealiza to the Heat for Mo Harkless and Chris Silva. Eh, whatever. He's is <laughs> having a down year, by the way. Yeah, not shooting the ball great. Uh JaVale McGee to the Nuggets for Isaiah Hartenstein in two seconds. Yeah. Um backup eh. center for Denver, I guess. Yeah, they were playing Isaiah
0: Hartenstein as a backup center, so that's Denver cleared out the the farm though.
1: A little bit. Yeah, they've gotten gotten uh, a little bit. Uh number nine. The Bulls, Wizards, Celtics won. Daniel Tice, uh, Troy Brown, Javante to the Bulls, Gafford. And Chandler Hutchinson to the Wizards, Wagner and Luke Cornett to the Celtics. Daniel Gafford had a huge game in his first game as a Wizard. It was crazy. They played the Pistons, so it wasn't all that impressive an opponent. But he had 13-5 and five off the bench in 13 minutes. So, I mean, I mean it's no Luke Cornett. Yeah. <laughs> i suppose so keep yeah.
0: an eye on that trade. it might move up your list because like you say gafford had a good game wagner and Cornette have both been decent for the celtics yeah you never know like that yeah. could be like a trade that like fans like us don't or i mean i guess we're like above fans this list or maybe is, i'm not bro. but you definitely are yeah um because <laughs> you know term. you definitely know more about the whole league yeah. than i do but it might be a trade where like people from the outside don't understand why it's made but like GMs, scouts, all that, like there's a reason for it. And they're like, oh, yeah. these guys, like you said, uh, Brad Stevens, I don't know if you said this on the when we were I talking did, yeah. or not, but he said like they're looking at Cornette for a while. So,
1: yeah. So I think someone looking at Luke Cornette, they said they liked his shooting with sides, which is something we have talked about, and pick and roll defense. And he was really good defensively. So that makes sense. <laughs> Philly gets George Hill, Ignis Brestakis, Thunder get Tony Bradley, Austin Rivers, who they have now waived uh, in two second round picks. Knicks get Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, who they have waived in a second round
0: pick. Brutal for Vincent. Austin,
1: Austin Rivers, uh, did you see this? You know, where he's
0: signing, supposedly? Milwaukee. Yeah. I Wasn't yeah. Austin Rivers, like, really good? Yeah, he's he pretty
1: seasoned. He's really good for the Knicks, yeah.
0: That was Crushed. another one where I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, damn, like, the Celtics should have picked him up. And then I was like, mm, if they pick him up, then it's, like, kind of more of a Teague situation where you have a guy that, like, yeah. And Teague, by the way, to his credit, picked it up before he was traded. Um. But, yeah, which is weird. I kind of feel bad for him because he finally found his footing and he just gets like out of the league. Um, but yeah, Rivers would come in. like He would have to compete with Pritchard for minutes where I know like a lot of fans, including myself, I I want to see Pritchard get minutes. Like He's playing solid. There's no reason not to give him minutes. He was really great against OKC yesterday. I, mean, I don't know. The more experience he gets, the better, especially before the playoffs.
1: Excuse me, yeah. Um. Mavs get J.J. Reddick, Nicola Melli for James Johnson, Wes Wundu, second round pick, and Cash, completely abandoning any sort of defense on their roster. <laughs> so uh, good for them, I guess. They
0: get J.J. Reddick, which I know a bunch of Celtics fans wanted. I'm happy they <clears throat> traded for him, by the way, because he won't be waived. Yeah. He won't go to the Nets. J.J. Reddick, yeah.
1: Um, Norm Powell to the Blazers for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. I didn't like this trade for the Blazers. I don't get it. Maybe I'm crazy. I feel like Gary Trent Gary Trent was having a really good season shooting the ball. Rodney Hood's not bad. I mean, Norman Powell's the best player, but,
0: like, I don't know. You lose some See, day. I thought it was robbery, and then I thought about it, and I was like, well, Gary Trent was, like, big for them. So, yeah.
1: It's Gary fair. Trent's averaging, like, 15 a game this season. Like, yeah, he's him? not bad. Uh, Rondo for Lou Will in two seconds in cash. My heart. <laughs> There My you go. Heart. Kill, My heart. <clears throat> killing Sam. Oh, uh, yeah. Vujicic is when Ron- the Bulls. Booch oh, to the that was,
0: that was the one. That was the yeah. one. That Bingo. was the one. Bingo. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gesturing towards my laptop camera when my actual camera's up here. Uh by the way, um Brad, but breaking news Brad Stevens will not be the Indiana head coach. It will be Mike Woodson. My so breaking suck. news is that the Hornets are going to overtime. So. Not a bitch. I hope they lose. <laughs> there
1: you go. But uh yeah, Vucevic to the Bulls and Alfred Camino, Aminu for Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two firsts. Bulls lost their first game, which is unfortunate, but that's a pretty good trade for them, I think. So next up is the Fournier for Teague in two seconds. Heat Ola Depot, Kelly, David Bradley, and then Aaron Gordon is number one. Uh Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, future first. CBS Sports gives us that list.
0: But yeah, Vucevic. Vuce, uh, that wasn't your list? And no, they though. put Vucevic that low? Well they were really? Vucevic was like fourth overall. Yeah. Behind Gordon? Gordon was the
1: most impactful, like number one. That's on the what league. they say. Mm-hmm. See, I think Chicago's good now. I think they're wrong. I mean, Chicago could be good. You never know. I think they're at least a playoff team. They lost their first game with everybody. Or Tice didn't play, but they lost their first game last night. Tice, that's why. <laughs> they lost to the uh they lost by sixteen to the Spurs. So tough look for them on their first night, but uh yeah, I am interested to see how the Vooch deal works out. They they're all offense, no defense is what they're about to be doing. You know, your
0: your boy Zach Levine, your favorite player in the league with uh Nicolavucevich. <laughs> well uh his time is now. Well, this is the uh this is the time where I'm really gonna judge him because they should be winning yeah. now. And if they don't yeah. win, then he's a clown.
1: There you go, but uh <laughs> clown. Um, that's all I have brought to the table for today. Is there anything else you wanted to bring
0: up before we wrap up the show? Um. Yeah, there definitely was. Fans are back! That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Fans are back at the Garden tomorrow. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. There, there's going to be like one person in every section. It's going to be in, it's sensational. I mean, it it's going to look empty still, but I'm really intrigued to see how, how much noise they can make. Mm-hmm. That That is my, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at work when the game happens, so I'm not going to be able to, like, really, really, like, key in on it. I'll probably still have fake noise still, I assume. I hope not. I think they will. Just boost it. 2,000 people is still a lot of people, Jack. It's not like they they, they got, like, been... five people there. I guess so, but... Even even when the bench was getting hyped for Cornette last night, like, that was... That was... Me. that was They, they were getting super that. hyped for him. It was so funny. But, um, yeah, we got people back in the stands. I'm going to be one of them in a week. You can't wait. Yeah. Literally in a week, I'll be on the highway driving. I, I hope I hope we don't crash. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I'm intrigued to see how much noise these 2,000 people can make. I went back and I watched some highlights from the Bruins game on Thursday, even though I don't care about hockey, just to see. I was like, I wonder what it sounds like in the garden. Like it was decent. It was it was decent. They they definitely weren't pumping in noise for no, the Bruins. No fan noise. At there. least in the highlights, they weren't.
1: Okay, so let's pray, I suppose. Let's uh, let's pray they get some. Uh...
0: Some I, I remember when um energy form. soccer in in England had them back at Anfield for Liverpool they were friggin' loud they were <laughs> super loud How many did they have though how many fans? they had about the same they oh. had about 2000 in in, wow. in but the way they did it was so weird Jack they have in the soccer stadium they have four sides they've got the two the two goal stands yeah, and then yeah. they've got the sideline stands Yeah they had all the people in the same section <sighs> They it's didn't pointless. have them like spread out around the stadium. They literally had them all in like one of the goal ends. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do that, you might as well like fill up the other sections just as much. I don't get it. I don't know yeah. why they did that. It's kind of ridiculous. But I And that was outside, and they were loud. Yeah, so, so I, I, mean, I have very high hopes it. for Monday. Celtics fans yeah. are nuts. They, they will be pumped to be back in the garden for sure. It'll be great. Um, Tatum tweeted that he was excited to have them back, which is not something you see Tatum do a lot. Smart talked about, about it too. Smart talked about from... post game. He said well, Marcus,
1: um, we're gonna have fans back. It's time to play Celtics basketball and go on a run. I think that's it's time they
0: made him captain.
1: Yeah, he's gotta be soon. But yeah, that's gonna be us it for us today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. Shout out to Guy Boston Sports, shout out to Manscaped, uh code BTUSA at checkout for twenty percent off. And for we mentioned shipping. our
0: sponsor. Can you believe it? We never <laughs> do it, but we have a
1: sponsor, kind of. There you go. You guys can follow me at Jack Simone NBA. Like I said, Bannertown USA on Twitter for us. Read all of our articles at BannertownUSA.com. You've been getting more clicks on those. Uh, It's nice to see Thanks for the support. And with that, Sam, go ahead and wrap us up.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for the support. Whether you watch, listen to our podcast, read our articles, mostly Jack's, not usually mine. (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, thank you so much if you interact with anything we do. It's a lot of fun doing it. I was super excited to record today because we had some positives to talk about. We don't have to talk about trades anymore. Oh my God. But yeah, there you, you can you can follow me at, uh, Sam LaFrance NBA, follow Jack at Jack's BA, follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA, like us on Facebook, follow Guy Boston. Uh, we do all our pregame stuff there. If you want more of us talking with some friends, um, you can find <laughs> us there. That's our show.